Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. Did you miss us? Uh, I hope they did, but I don't know. I missed you. Oh, thanks. I miss you too, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody at home is like, wait, I thought they lived together. Right? Well, (laughs) one of the reasons why everybody out there in the interwebs missed us is because we, um... We took a good month off. Took a good month off. I think probably much the from the third second week of December till now. Yeah. Uh, Amanda and I work. Uh, our jobs consist of a lot of interaction time, uh, going to work in the morning and not know when you're coming home at night between uh, Black Friday and the first week of after the first week of January. Mm-hmm. I'm in a lull at work where it's like oh, I wish I was busier, but uh, kind of glad I get a little bit of a reprieve. You know, and not you, me. Not you. Work didn't slow down. Yeah, work didn't slow down. I mean, you know, it happens in, for you. You know, um, yeah, but I missed doing this. I did too. I mean, I I, I missed doing this with you, uh, of course. Um, I missed working on bold. You know, we didn't do many blog pieces. We didn't do much of anything. It's just a busy month, and um. We did get a comment. Um, I found out we have a very faithful listener that uh, uh, we know um, about New Year's Eve. We apologize for not doing a New Year's Eve special. We thought about doing an overall like holiday special, and it would be like two hours long, but we just didn't fit it in. Um, it was tough. It was really tough this holiday. It was it was tough uh, with our schedules, uh, and also uh, I I still continued with bold sports which i hope uh everybody out there uh has followed us uh on twitter which is at bold pgh sports uh and has listened to some of the podcasts because we post it throughout the bold page um whenever the podcast comes out and gets released and that's a buddy matt and i we get all in depth into pittsburgh sports and go all yinzer on you uh, and we drink beers and talk about sports. Sometimes the beers get a little excessive. Well, sometimes. I mean, sometimes the beers and drinks have gotten a little excessive on here. Uh, we will, we'll we'll but... be honest. There was about two weeks time that we didn't release the podcast because not only beer was just beer, it was beer paired with whiskey. And then the podcast was two hours long of slurring. Of meh. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, like... We'll those are release, hidden episodes. We'll have to for release later. those in a hidden episode. Um. Anyways, but that kind of leads what we're up to. So, bold sports is going to continue on. Um. Where football ends, hockey remains, and college basketball baseball's in, coming. Baseball back. ramps up shortly. Um. Although we're talking boycott this year, so that's it, okay. It, it may or may not. End um. Up. Uh, yeah, and then um, as far as the website's concerned, or the blog, we'll be covering a ton more fashion. Um, we've got three fashion stories lined up for the next three months. Um, we've got some more uh, Pittsburgh people that we're going to get to interview. 
We've already got restaurants booked for the end of this month and the end of next month. We do. A couple newbies. Yeah. So we've actually already got reservations at Floor 2 in the Fairmont and the new Deschamps restaurant, Poulette Blue, next month. Yeah. In Lawrenceville. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. We will be reviewing them a few weeks after they open. I will not be there opening night. Um... Just because we actually are doing reservations, we're not just going unless Mr. Deschamps reaches out and says, hey, come join like, us. Hey, come do a PR night. So we'll see. Um, I made my reservations for the end of the month, and I'm pretty excited about that. That's good. I mean, we did hit um, some new places. We uh, did. And right now on the blog is a piece about Cinderlands, which we're going to talk about here in a talk couple minutes. Um. So, yeah, we got a lot of good things on the horizon for Bold, and we're going to see what we can get out there and get to more events and get to... And um, if you have an event you want us to cover, or a piece, or an interesting story, drop us a line, um, boldpittsburgh at gmail.com, or um, anywhere on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, Um we would love to come and cover your story. Also, if you are up for sponsorship, you want to reach our thousands and thousands of listeners and viewers, just let us know. We have some great packages starting this year um, that include social media. They include podcasting. They include blogs. They include ads. They include it all. So honestly, just reach out to us if you're interested in reaching our thousands and thousands of listeners. So, anyways, are we ready to get rolling here? We're going to start right where we always do, folks. What are we drinking tonight? We are drinking a seasonal brew from Southern Tier Brewing Company. So, semi-local. Semi-local. Because they have an extension on the North Shore. And they actually do brew out of there. Yes, so... This one was not. This one was bottled uh, at the main brewery in Lakewood, New York. Um... This beer was born on 10-10-17 at 1.08 p.m. That's so ironic. It just sounds like a bunch of lottery numbers to me. Maybe we should play them. <laughs> uh, this... I like the date of birth. I never yeah. ever realized that was on these bottles. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, this beer is uh, the cinnamon roll. It's an imperial ale uh, with natural cinnamon and caramel flavors. So whenever you smell this beer instantly, it's literally like... You think French? Oh my toast. god, it's Cinnabon. It's yeah, Cinnabon, exactly. Oh my god, it smells like a Cinnabon, like the Cinnabon that used to be in the mall. Oh, uh, it is so good and it's so rich and smooth. Okay, well, I didn't even take a sip yet, I just took a sniff. Hmm. A sniff is a really good one. I mean, you know, this is sold in 12 um, ounce Wow, bottles. that's a pretty interesting taste. It's 8.6 ABV. Uh, so with this being an imperial ale, it's it's a little darker in color, uh, more of a rich, a, a rich. So I don't deep only amber. just taste cinnamon roll; I taste coffee. Well, you get caramel, caramel. You could probably get some coffee in there. Um, go ahead and the smell right there, cinnamon. You and, sniffing is just driving me absolutely bonkers right yeah. now because your nose is like halfway stuffed up, and you're like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of bourbon. I can't just go clear my nose with bourbon. <laughs> but you get the nice, rich taste in there. Of it's so the the smell is cinnamon power in your face, but 
but the taste is not overpowering and, cinnamon, and cinnamon or spice. It is giving you this nice caramel flavor, smooth, a little bit of vanilla. You're getting a little bit of um, uh, woodiness, and then you get the sweet on the backside. It really does taste like... Cinnabon in a bottle with booze. Cinnabon. Yeah, it really just tastes like Cinnabon. Like a liquid Cinnabon. And it's 8.6 ABV. So you can't drink it all day long. Honestly, this beer you can't drink all day long anyway. This is like a one and out. This is like a... You know, if you sat here and drank six cinnamon roll beers, I don't think that it would... You'd probably get more sick from... The sweetness. Sweetness and so mm-hmm. forth than you would from the ABV level on it. Yeah. This is something like you buy a six-pack, take to your buddy's house, and say, hey, try this. So they say it's seasonal. I guess this is the winter beer? Uh, this is, I think this is, the first time, this is the first time they tried this, and they made a very limited production of it. But if they, put it this way, if our local beer shop, which doesn't put limits <laughs> on one. buying anything, really. Said one per customer. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it up there with the likes of CBS or KBS or um, some of the one-offs that come from other big breweries like Founders and Dogfish and, um, you know, Deschutes and things like that. Um, but you know what? For five bucks, it was worth a try. And it was one bottle. And it's something that Amanda's like, hey, do you want to get this? I'm like, sure. Um, as I, we probably shouldn't drink the whole thing by ourselves. We'll probably split it and talk about it online. Which is exactly what, what we, we did. did. I mean, we have, um, if you looked at our house, we have glassware for, Oh, all occasions um, for splitting and sharing and to, I'm drinking the whole bottle of wine in this glass. That, um, same. <laughs> you know, That's me. we have, we have, uh, we have glassware for days. Um, we do. I, I fell in love with those glassware that we saw at Marshall's the, the other day. I know. So it, much it, so I want to drive back on Friday and go buy them. If you go back and get them, go back and They're get them. They're rose gold champagne like flutes and also the martini glasses they're they're the, not flutes though they were they the cocktail were, glasses they were like cocktail glasses yeah they were cocktail glasses they were beautiful they're rose gold they 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 were rose they gold. were beautiful as long as you like them, i'm a marshall's you, junkie and you want to drink so am i as long as you want to drink out of them it's fine here's the thing though here's the rule if you come home with new glassware you got to have something to put in it well wait no that's the rule that's the rule in this house. In, in this house? In this house, you brought home the glassware. You gotta be able to bring something to I did not sign it. that half of the contract. Well, you Just need saying. to go check the fine print. <laughs> Maybe you should check the fine print. Yeah, I'll check your fine print. <laughs> All right, so where did we eat this week? We, we, we ate a couple. Well, okay, since Christmas, since the last time we talked to our friendly followers here. Uh, we've had a couple different experiences out. Most of them were places we already went. <laughs> the mall food court. Most of them were places that we already like went and talked about online because it's like, oh shit, you're hungry, I'm hungry. What time is it? Permanis is still open. Um, <laughs> and there's those times, and we did go out and have a sit down meal uh, at Luma. Um, oh yeah, we took we it did, to Luma because uh, we're like, wait a minute. We're both off on Saturday night. How'd that work? Um, yeah, so we went to Luma. So we went to Luma. That was a last-minute thing. Uh, I mean, we, we popped in and out of uh, Harris Grill downtown. We did. Uh, we popped in and out of... 
shit. I don't know where else we popped uh, out. What was that? Uh, the Crafty Jackalope. The Crafty Jackalope in Bridgeville. Bridgeville, which was a, a like kind of like hidden gem. Kind of, especially I, I I apparently found out that they went under some new ownership, and that new ownership is kind of going. Uh, away from the local divey bar to yeah. more of a family friendly ish yeah. spot. Which I met the son. I met the son, and that's what made me want to go in there. And I was like, but they have an excellent craft beer. Um, thing. Great beer selection and nice uh, price selection. Point. Uh, great price point, but they were like high end pub food. So they were hey. like a secret hidden gem. Yeah, I mean, they had some high-end pub food on there, and then they had some pub food that was like, oh. Like beer can... and fries. Yeah, or burger and fries. Burger and fries, which I, actually, I, ironically, I didn't get the burger that night. I ended up getting the... Um, oh, pulled pork sandwich. No, braised brisket. Oh, yeah. That's braised right. brisket on ciabatta bread with melted mm-hmm. Swiss and Gruyere and nice barbecue yeah. sauce. Yeah. We're going to have to go back there. I mean, there, okay, so I, I think in... Bridgeville is kind of popping up to be a little new, little new like little foodie. Yeah, can I tell you that a friend was talking? A, a friend at work was just talking like her the they're like the apartment they're moving into down there oh, yeah. is like really nice, but the apartments are still inexpensive. But it's a nice little area down there on that main street. I mean, I've talked about that coffee shop forever. Yeah, because that's where your little local. That's where you go and hide out whenever you drop me off at the golf course. Exactly. I can sit there with my computer and a cup of tea and just sit there. I go to Hickory Heights and man, I take my golf bag and Amanda takes her backpack and she goes to the little coffee shop and sits there for like four hours Mm -hmm. while I play golf. Exactly. Because usually four hours is a good window for you. It's a good window to get stuff done, get in there and get it done. And then you're about ready to take a break whenever I'm done. Pretty much. And then I come home and work some more. And then you take a break and you you drive. We pick up dinner and then I come home and and we eat and then I work some more. All right, so but where did we really want to talk about that we, we went to? This we um, we we had a friend of ours, uh, and we'll throw out there. Thanks, Miss Keely Hancocks, for throwing us a few passes to the Warhol. That she's like, hey, I have these passes, and I'm not able to use them before the time expires. Do you guys want them? We're like, well, sure. So we had a Wednesday. We had last Wednesday off, and we went to the Warhol in the afternoon and had some fun and walked around there and checked out some new things and checked out the exhibits and it's I don't know when the last time I was at the Warhol was but I know it's been years and you were there within the last six months or so yes I just went the right, l- right before um fall correct uh and then we're like okay so it's three thirty um in the afternoon where do we want to eat because we both woke up at like noon <laughs> and we had a little nibble. Actually, no, we woke up earlier at noon, but we had a little nibble and we didn't eat heavy for breakfast. We figured, well, we'll just eat heavy for lunch. 3.30 is one of those kind of windows for us of, mm-hmm. do we eat a snack and then eat at like nine o'clock at night or do we just go all out? And We opted for all out. We opted for all out. So we end up uh, looking and we're like, wait. Cinderland's opens at 4. It's 3.30. We're in the north side. That's plenty of time to get to Lawrenceville and get parking. So we went over to Lawrenceville, um, ended up on a side street, yeah. parked outside of 11th Hour Brewing, which like, we'll like, get to later. I'm like, hey, babe, look where you parked at. She goes, yeah, I did a great parking spot in Lawrenceville. Thank you very much. I was like, no, look across the street. She's like, 
it's a brick building. I'm like, yeah, look at the label on the brick, or look at the sign on the brick building. She's like, oh, it's 11th Hour Brewing. I was like, we can come back to that. like, I guess we'll stop here on the way out. So um, we went to Cinderland's. Um, Which, company. by the way, is also a brewing brewery. Yes. So it kind of popped up overnight. Uh, most of us were speculating who was behind it, money behind it, blah, blah, blah. We got the little scoop on it. They were actually um, all ready to like just sit and wait for another location, which we're not going to talk about. We're we're not sworn to secrecy, we're not but, sworn to we secrecy but we aren't going wanna, to talk. We, we don't want to be the ones to, to open that. We don't want to. We don't want to break the secret. Um, we are excited for what they have in store next, but we had found out that they were waiting on a different space. When Roasted had closed, they knew each other, and they just figured perfect opportunity to open up now and start making money instead of working on revamping a building. Which they're still revamping. We won't say where. We won't say what. It's it'll be nice. All, all we know is that the only thing existent of the former building that they're taking over is the brick. Is the four walls. That's it. So it'll be big and it'll be beautiful. So trust me, where I'm super excited to see what they have in store. Um, so yeah, they kind of just opened the doors. Um, they've been really well received in the beer community, craft beer network. Um, Pittsburgh Beer Ladies, which we've all been parts of, they um, have done nothing but rave and say pleasantly surprised. So, I don't want to get too much into it because I want you to go read the blog post. Oh, definitely. I'm not even doing that. I'm I'm like, he opened his untapped. So, I want you to read the blog post because it talks more about the food we ate and the beers we had. We did have a sampler of each beer they had on tap, which is six beers. Yes, my untapped look like I was an alcoholic that day. Keep in mind, each was only a five-ounce taster. We split it between the two of us. So, therefore, I only had two ounces yeah, of beer. Yeah, I mean, we okay, yeah. We, we got the tasters. <laughs> there were six tasters at each spot we went to. And they're five-ounce pours. We had we each tasted it. And there's some that she drank the whole taster, and I had like a sip or two of it. I was like, yeah, this isn't this isn't my bag, and she liked it. And there's ones that she tasted, and like, yeah, this really isn't my bag, and I drank it. Um, yeah. You know, and as you get – me being in the restaurant industry as long as I have, and people look at us like, how can you like taste beer and wine and liquor and then go work a shift? Like, we're tasting. I'm not sitting there drinking a bottle of scotch. Yeah, but you also weren't doing it while you were working. I'm against that. Right, but no, at work, like in our pre-shift meetings, oh. we taste wine and this, that, and everything. But we're tasting. It's like an ounce, two ounces. So we know what we're selling. You know, we're, we, we're not sitting there getting schmammered. Um, like, so Amanda and I were were there, and bless you, by the way. Thank you. I'm we sorry, having, I don't know where that came from. We were having, you know, we had some food. We had some great food. I mean, the burger was amazing. I had a chicken sandwich, which, oh my God. <gasps> oh, fried chicken sandwich. That's it. Right there. Yeah, and the burger they're doing, they, they did like a diner-style burger. It was a double patty, cheese melted all over it. There's like three pieces of cheese on it. It is nice homemade steaks, homemade steak sauce. It was on top of the burger. Um, it was a little too saucy for me, so next time I'll probably ask for it on the side and put it on myself. But you know, other than that, I mean, it was a great time. Yeah, I mean, um, the sandwich was great. I am completely excited to try more food there. 
Um, the beer was great. The atmosphere was amazing. It was super chilled and laid back. Nothing too stressful. Um, I really liked it. I really liked it a lot there. Um, yeah, I don't want to give it away. I want you to go read the blog post. So go, go read the blog post about Cinderlands. Go try it for yourself. They are brewing on site right down in the basement. We're hoping to go back and visit them soon and um, take some video of that and take some pictures, maybe do an interview with them um, too. Uh, so, because they are not from Pittsburgh. They are transports. So we're kind of really excited that they're here. Um, so yeah, and where did we... So we kind of already blew where we drank afterwards. We did. Afterwards, we went to Cinderlands, and we went right around the corner. Uh, back to the car. Back, and know, Honestly, where 11th <laughs> Hour Brewing is, from the front door of 11th Hour Brewing, you look at the back of door Cinderlands. of Cinderlands. <laughs> so literally, we were like, okay, let's go in. So first off, um, they had a puppy. <laughs> the puppy barked at me. Which made me feel really bad because I was like, I also woke the puppy up. He was sleeping like right in front of the door. <laughs> and I didn't know what door to go in, so I opened the door and the puppy woke up and then barked at me for like five, ten minutes. I woke the up. were like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I woke her up. So anyways, so we sat down. We had a taster again of the uh, pretty much so almost every beer they had. We took off, they, they had... Um, meads on from apis so we took those off we did of the tasting we, list we only tasted what was brewed there and what was um there. all but the two we didn't do yeah there's two that we list. didn't do so we can't look at their list now because their list changes if you ever want to know what beers they have untapped fun fact it's on untapped no they're a verified venue on untapped so what they do is is they go they log into the app they change their barrel, they log into the app, change the beer, and then it changes their menu in their, in the actual brewery. So kind of cool, like, thing. It's all technology. And then every time you check in, your face shows up on their board, and you're checking. So it was kind of cool to watch our little check-ins yeah. go across the little board there. It was also really funny, because every single time we tried a new taster, like, our faces popped up. So it looked like we were, like, dominating the screen. But it was so nice because our pro tip for this month is this is the best time to go to restaurants because they are dead. Slow. So are breweries. Slow. So are breweries. Especially midweek. So literally nobody was in Weekends there. are still busy, but midweek, midweek going to Tuesday, on a Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh, it's like tumbleweeds. But then you get literally the best service, the best food. As long as you tip well and you treat them well, they're up for talking, like, everything. So, the nice thing about 11th Hour was we were able to talk to them a little bit. There was only maybe four of us in there by the time we left. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a four or five. Five or six, maybe. Yeah. Um, we were able to try stuff, able to talk, peek around the little brewery area. You know, it was nice. It was a really great opportunity. We're going to write a piece on them. Um, in the coming weeks, not so much about their history, but about some of the different beers that we got their to have and everything. Their history is very short. It's, it's extremely short. Extremely short. Um, cool motif. They are filled with clocks everywhere you turn. Um, the bathrooms were probably my favorite. 
You made me sneak in the men's room, but the girls' room. Well, because of the sayings they had. The saying on the clock in the in the women's room was they were all eleven o'clock. All the watches in this like piece of art, and then at the top it said, "Hey Cinderella, you still have an hour." I thought it said, "Hey Princess, you still have an hour." No, it said, "Hey Cinderella, you still have an hour," because not midnight. It's eleven o'clock. So I thought that was really kind of cool. I was like, "Oh, I'm like I like that." Nice. So I forget what the ones in the men's room was. But I don't remember. It, it, was, but it was humorous. Uh, real quick though, the beers that we had down at Eleventh Hour, and like we said, their beers are forever changing. Um, they are breweries, so they're gonna try different styles, and if they get a style that comes on, it's really awesome and works. They're gonna keep going with it. Uh, so the ones we had, which I really really liked a lot, was the Oyster Stout. It was called Things Remote. Now, they did this on a partnership with Merchant Oyster Company, also in Lawrenceville. Um, and uh, a lot of people may or may not know this, that Oyster Stout is actually brewed with oysters. So if you have a shellfish allergy, don't, 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 don't drink, drink this beer. <laughs> um, you'll go into anaphylaxis quickly. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, super good. Nice, salty, and minerally because you get that salt and the mineral from the oyster. Um, super creamy. It was awesome. The Sinister Crow, which we had, was the um, uh, black IPA with Cascadian dark ale, uh, which was quite tasty. It had more of a stout characteristic uh, to me. Uh, you liked that one a lot. Uh, uh, in fact, it was, yeah. it was a black IPA, not just a traditional yes. IPA. Uh, and then there was the tro- uh, the Tropic Cascade. Uh, it was very fruit forward, nice lemon on the nose, uh, and in the first sip, and it was a citrus. Um, it was a, a you know a, a citrus IPA, Cascade hops, obviously. Um, uh, the uh, Necessary Evil, which was a New England style IPA for them, nice and smooth, a little hazy. I mean, I know hazy's in right now in the beer world. Um, get you some haze. Uh, <laughs> And then the one that I Amanda took one sniff of and it burned her nostrils. And I was like, I got to try it just because. And I'm glad I did it in a taster uh, and a five ounce pour and not a, a full pint of it. Uh, which was the Burning Phoenix Pale Ale, which was a jalapeno um, IPA, which definitely, definitely got you. Uh, yeah, on, it wasn't on, my thing at all. On the nose. Wasn't my thing at all. On the nose, it was straight jalapeno. On the taste, it was like, mmm, this is this is good. This is smooth. You get the nice bite to it. And then as you drank it, it had the nice hoppy beer flavor. And then the hops and the jalapeno just kind of got together and just warmed you all the way through. Yeah, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda <laughs> wasn't having it. Wasn't having so, it at all. Yeah. Um, That's quite all right because it's a brewery and they make so many different styles. They yeah. have so many on tap. There's something there for everybody. So, super enjoyed Eleventh Hour Brewing. Really, really did. So go check them out. Um, anyways, uh, we're gonna take a break and then we will come back with what to do, which there's not that much. So, oh. um, yeah. And then after that, we'll take another break, and then it's our wonderful. He said, she said, um, coming up. So we're gonna. Check in with our friends from Sorgatron Media. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. 
right, and we're back. We're going to start talking some fun stuff to do in the next few weeks. So, um, it's wintertime. It's quiet. The Steelers are in the playoffs. Woohoo! So, uh, calm down. That was me calm. <laughs> that was me calm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, you were the one that, like, streaked the house naked when they won last last time, huh? Well, I mean... <laughs> just kidding folks um anyways i um it, so there's not too much to do um yeah you could stay a little bit warm hanging out at breweries restaurants things like that we always recommend it pro tip right now is the best time to use your open table rack up them freaking points because i tell you what get you, you can get a reservation points. anywhere okay um so, we're going to talk about, first of all, the PEMF Winter Carnival. Now, if you have been a fan of mine or of Bold for the last few years, you know that we have worked very closely with some of the fundraisers the Jagoff has done with PEMF. We have done the Anything That Floats race. We have done um, freaking... Uh, everything every time we've done something to raise funds it has gone to PEMF um the Pittsburgh Emergency Medical Found Medicine Foundation this is also what we did the flu tog for last year yes so um they're having their very first winter carnival it is presented by UPMC and work partners it is at Ace Hotel. It is this weekend um, from 7 to 10 on Friday night. It There are tickets still available. They are $134. That includes a magical night to benefit the PEMF. The gym at Ace Hotel transforms for one night only into a winter playground for grown-ups. Carnival games galore. Special appearances, winter spectacles, and whimsical performances are just beginning. Warm your bellies, playful, take on the winter treats and carnival fare from the Whitfield and hot spiked cocktails. Medical professionals and EMS professionals help each and every one of us year-round kick off 2018 by supporting these innovative and courageous men and women in emergency medicine at the PEMF winter carnival want to purchase your tickets directly there is an email um w-o-l-f-e-b-a at p-e-m-f dot net or call 412-480-4566 dress for the ski lodge with a twist think cozy sweaters fuzzy boots and hats or cocktail attire Paired with your best ski goggles. Anything goes at the Winter Carnival. So, this um, is going to be a little bit fancier. But Millie's Homemade Ice Cream is bringing hot chocolate with giant marshmallows. Um, Lee Trebosik is going to be there doing some magic. Um, the Amazing Giants on stilts. And live performances by No Bad Juju. No Bad Juju's a great band. Yeah, so they this is play, definitely the thing to do this weekend. They play a lot of good shows. Um, 
So I found this one. Yeah. Which is fun. So we... We have two Wiggle Whiskey Y'all know that we, we, we have Wiggle Whiskey's good, good friends of ours. Um, which we're happy to see, by the way, that their emergency wasn't such a big emergency. Um, good... Their brew, their distiller was only minorly hurt and that their, um, I mean, when something blows up in front of you, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, we heard, we heard like explosion in strip district at Wiggle Whiskey and I immediately thought, oh my God, like that whole block, the whole building is gone. (laughs) Um, so I was very happy to hear that it wasn't as devastating as it was um good for the distiller to be back on his feet already we are looking forward to um this is one event we have another event that we'll talk about here in a minute that we'll actually be at so this one is um wiggle is releasing the city of champions bourbon which i love this because we are the city of champions it's gonna be january 12th that's this friday uh we're gonna go ahead and um it's 5.30 to 10.30. Now, the best part is, is the location of this. And I'll get to that. Uh, so, what better way to kick off the uh, playoff season in the Berg than with the City of Champions uh, bourbon? Uh, come have a drink with us and grab a bottle of this very limited release of bourbon. They're only doing it in three seven five milliliter bottles. So, the typical the half bottle is what it's going to be in. It's priced at $37. And they'll be giving away free samples and $5 off during the event. So that that then becomes a $32 bottle. And if you've bought any really good bourbon lately, it's like $60 to $100 a bottle. Yeah. For really, really good bourbon. So um, you can RSVP through the website. See you Friday at the Wiggle Whiskey Tasting Room and Bottle Shop in downtown. So this is actually what probably the first event that they're holding in the I bottle shop. I don't know shop. if it's the first event, but other than their grand opening, I haven't heard of too many events down I, there. I, I, I'm sure there's been one or two that we just have hasn't hit our radar. I don't want to say that this is their first event, but it, like you know, so their tasting room and bottle shop is in the Omni William Penn downtown. You enter off Oliver Avenue. Which we have a, a, a bog piece about it from when they opened. So we if you go do. on our website and look back far enough in Cocktails and Bites, you'll see a, um, in a food and drink section, you'll see a piece on the actual tasting room and how beautiful it is. I mean, I'm kind I mean, of considering not, us not, going to this. Maybe we should go Friday night. Um, shit. We're off. <laughs> <laughs> You may see some Instagramming going on from this. By the way, I'm um, just to let you know that follow us on Instagram because if you want to know where we are and you want to see what's going on at certain events, that's the number one way. I'm all about the Instagram stories. So, and I just learned how to use Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're teaching you Instagram next. Um, anyways, so this is actually pretty cool because uh, I love the tasting room down there at the Omni. It's really beautiful. And it really is. And somebody happens to get paid on Friday. so And, you know, ugh, and make your own Manhattans that they uh, do there. The make your own old fashions in Manhattan. Oh, so. yeah. Make your own old fashioned. Sorry, I used the wrong drink. Make your own old fashioned. That was my favorite part of going there. You came up with some crazy thing and it, came and it out was really delicious good. and then me i'm the one that's the bartender like hmm, i'm over analyzing shit because i'm the bartender of the family and 
mine came out really good, but you came up with some crazy ass shit. I'm like, why would you put rosemary in that? Like, <laughs> and it tasted amazing. It still tastes good. Anyways, so the City of Champions bourbon release party this Friday. More information on Wiggle Whiskey's website. Um, why don't we just jump into the other one? Who's our favorite, favorite groundhog? Well, it's not Gus, because I never win on his shit. No, it is instead Punxsutawney Phil. Right? So, we're going to talk about, there is two events that we're going to talk about. Well, can you find Penbury's, and I'll talk about Wiggle Whiskey's. So, Wiggle Whiskey is having Punxsutawney Phil over. They're actually calling it Philapalooza. How adorable is that, right? Um, we have, which now I lost the date for it. <laughs> um, There's like three dates for it. Yeah. Okay. So it's Friday night. It is. Oh, now I'm going to die because I'm losing it. Yeah. There's like three dates oh, there it is. for Phil. Okay, so Philapalooza is what it's called. It is two dates. There is um, Friday and Saturday. So this is Friday, January 19th from 6 to 9.30 is at the distillery in the Strip District. Then you can have brunch with Phil at the Barrel House was on barrel Saturday. Was it Threadbare? Oh, it was Threadbare. Sorry, it was Threadbare. On Saturday. So on Saturday, you can go to Threadbare and have brunch. And on Friday night, you can go to Distillery. You get to meet Phil. And they're releasing... Punks... They're releasing... Um, the release Phil Shadow. A rye whiskey finished in maple syrup barrels. I'm down. <laughs> I figured you would be. Um, the one and only Punxsutawney Phil will be visiting with the Groundhog Club for photo opportunities during the night. The Groundhog Club will have plenty of Phil merchandise for purchase to get you in the Groundhog Day spirit. For the release party only, Phil Shadow bottles will be $5 off. Each ticket includes Phil Shadow cocktail, a sample of Phil Shadow, Family-friendly groundhog-themed activities, including photos with Punxsutawney Phil and pay-as-you-go tacos from Baby Loves Tacos. We are going to this event. We already have a ticket. So we will um, be Instagramming. Am I going to blow my whiskey budget in two events? Damn it. Uh, You know what? Speaking about blowing your whiskey budget. When you go to the events at Wiggle Whiskey, whether you sign up and go to a free event or whether you go to a paid event at the Barrel House uh, or anything like that, they usually, and not all the time, but usually uh, do discounts for the night uh, while you're there. Uh, anywhere from 5 and I've seen upwards of $20 uh, discount uh, to purchase bottles of of there for the 375 bottles and 750 bottles uh for that matter of the different spirits uh, that they produce yes. um and it's you know and they don't produce just whiskey they make vodka they make genevieve they make an old tom gin they make rum they make spice rum they have the white uh whiskey they have the aged whiskey i mean the rye the bourbon um absinthe uh, where I work right now, we have the uh, a Y Ruski cocktail on there, and what the Y Ruski is is it's they um, 
Gristhouse makes the Black and USSR Imperial Stout beer. So they took the mash bill from the beer and distilled it. So, I mean, they did one this year with St. Nick Bach. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you, you're, you're, it's not like you're going just for rye and bourbon and wheat whiskey. You're, there's a lot more there than just brown liquor. So the second event is actually called Brunch with Phil. It is which on sounds Saturday. way better than Brunch with Mickey. <laughs> which is Saturday, January twentieth, from eleven a.m. to three. It is at Threadbare. It is free to attend. By the way, the distillery one is twelve dollar ticket. Gets you all that stuff, including the cocktail and the sample. Okay, brunch with Phil is free to attend. Um, brunch eleven to three, Threadbare Northside. Phil will be available for photo opportunities again. Cider beer cocktails will be available for purchase in the tasting room along with pizza and other brunch options. So there is registration for that. Then there is a Punxsutawney Felsner party. This is what you're going to talk about. So this is immediately after it on Saturday from 5 to 9. So there's a little break, a little two-hour break for poor Phil. He can't be all, like, photogenic all the time. Right. He's got to take a nap. Um, this is free to attend. It is at Penn Brewery. Which so is... come down a block. Which is come down a block uh, at 800 Vineyard Street at the Penn Brewery. Um... This one is Punxsutawney Phil at Penbury. Uh, the one and only Punxsutawney to Phil will be coming to Penbury on Saturday the 20th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Bring the entire family to meet Phil because Penbury is family friendly. Um, top The top paddled gentleman of the of the Groundhog's uh, Club's inner circle. Uh, Phil will be Phil's very own brew, which is a Punxsutawney Philsner, will be on draft and available uh, for sale in six packs. Go Phil. Um, now I will tell you that um, whenever a friend of ours took over the brewery and so forth, I went and worked over there for a little bit. Um, it was a um, fun time to work that event. It was so busy, like, and when I mean so busy, I'm talking about like you had like sixty-year-old dudes like pushing five-year-old kids out of the way to go see Phil. I mean, it, it, any of the events at the brewery get really busy. Like when they release St. Nick Bach and they have Santa come down and tap the keg. I mean, that one there is like, you know, 80 year old guys like, oh, the St. Nick Bach's back. And you're like right in there, like doing a German, you know, dance with Santa. Kind of like October you know, is like um, a hot mess. Like you know, not a hot mess, but a it is mess. a bad, it but it's is a fun like time. Busy. Uh, but so if you're going to go to the event at Penn Brewery, um, yes, take your kids, take them early. Um and get in, get your pictures, have some food, relax. We're excited for things coming for Penn Brewery this year. There's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe for Penn Brewery. <sighs> and I don't want to go ahead and say what's we're coming down the pipe. We're not going to say anything. But we're we're ready for it. We're ready we're ready for some coverage of it. I'll yes. be excited. When those things happen, we'll be there. Um so a uh, lots of Punxsutawney fell. Lots of Punxsutawney Phil Lots next of weekend. Well, he's got to go back into um, Hibernate. The 19th and 20th. <laughs> he's got to go back into Gobbler's yeah. Knob and go take a nap. So that's actually next weekend. Now, the following week after that is... Um, hold on, I'm going to pull it up here. Here we go. 
January 15th, it kicks off through the 21st. So next week also is Pittsburgh Restaurant Week. Yep. One of my favorite weeks. The winter restaurant. The winter one. So the idea of the winter one is, is obviously the restaurants are quieted in January. They obviously are. What this is, is that you can pick your favorite restaurants, make reservations throughout this week, and there is course meals at these list of restaurants. And each one is only $20.18 or $35.18. Some of them are 38 39. Some of them are very in there. There's also add-ons for like samples of wine with each wine course. Flights, or, beer uh, yeah. There's all these little additives that you can throw in there too. It's great. Um, so if you have been wanting to try like pork and beans, guess what? They are actually on there. So meat and potatoes, pork and beans. Uh, tell me some more. There's a bunch on there. Oh my God. I can't even believe I'm blanking right now. Um, Andrew Steakhouse, uh, Avenue B, Bar Frenchman, Bigelow Grill, Bistro 19, uh, Burgers, Butcher and Rye, Cinderlands, Cinderlands Chipino, City Works, they Dion- added a ton D- more Dionona's, Dickas. So, like, Dionona's is, like, 3018. Um, there's some that are 3518. There's even Floor 2, which is a brand new restaurant, 3518 for dinner. 2018. So, let's pick one. Let's pick one and discuss uh, one. Ooh, even Luma's on there. Pick one, and then you can discuss it. Ooh, or the Whale's on there, too, for only $20 for lunch? Okay, we're going to pick a good one here to talk about it. Ooh, I know which one I'm going to pick. Okay, go ahead. You go and you you picked it, you talk. Oh my God. Okay, I'm waiting for it to load. Okay, I picked Station, which is um, a favorite out in um, Bloomfield. I'm trying to get it to come up. It like froze on me. Oh, there we go. So for $35.18, your first course, choice of roasted carrot, fresh cheese, harassa, pomegranate curd, chickpea fritter, and apple and pickled kohlrabi? Kohlrabi. Kohlrabi. Uh, Celery root and Kennebec potato crumble and maple vinegar. Or chicken liver mousse with brown butter bed cum sourdough, coriander, mustard, and house pickles. Your second course is a choice of fall squash barley risotto, risotto, um, pumpkin seed, roasted orange pepper, and heatless habanero. A grilled hanger steak with fried cauliflower, royal trumpet mushroom, and roasted garlic custard. Or olive oil poached salmon, roasted r- rutabaga, pretzel bread pudding, and red cabbage um, apple mastrata. And your dessert is lavender pound cake with poached pineapple and coconut pudding or popcorn pancotta with caramel and caramel corn, which is like my favorite dessert in the entire city. Uh, hands down, that is like my favorite dessert. That and like the chocolate uh, flourless tort from um, Poros are like my favorite desserts all over the city. Just saying. Um, 
So all that is only thirty five eighteen per person. So the first restaurant I picked, um, I was doing lunch and dinner, but it only gave you one option in each category. Boring. So I wasn't <laughs> feeling that. So I found this other one, uh, and we talked about this, I think, briefly before, and it's Talia, which is on 6th Avenue and William Penn Place. On that intersection, I think their address is actually 6th Avenue. So for their dinner, uh, it's 3518 first course, pork meatball and a red sauce over creamy polenta or a mescaline salad, smoked cherry balsamic gorgonzola, dates, and walnuts. Course two, uh, porchetta, sliced in open face style, caramelized onions, and rapini. Or risotto with saffron beets. Um, you can add chicken or portobello for $3. Mm-hmm. Course three is mm-hmm. a alfregato with homemade biscotti. Uh, also with them, uh, add wine pairings for each course for $15. So, see, that's one of the ones. At $15 to add wine pairings. So, three wine pairings. Uh, I'm sure they're probably pouring four, four ounces of wine mm-hmm. uh, for the pairing. Their lunch uh, for the 2018 is a house-made tomato soup with garlic bread or a kale salad with a classic Caesar. Course two is a prosciutto sandwich, greenhouse tomato, arugula, house-made mozzarella, smoked cherry, um, balsamic. Shit, I might go there for lunch. God damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, or pork meatballs over creamy polenta. Oh, I know why you asked me for $25 next week. What yeah, right? for? Pork, pork meatballs over creamy polenta. Um, you can substitute portobello ragu uh, for a vegetarian option. Course three is the affogato with the homemade biscotti. Seriously, I'm going to hit that for lunch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, yeah, so that is... So there's, uh, I don't know, 50 restaurants? Something like that. And so not, here's and not what I'm going to suggest. Not uh, even the restaurants in the city. I mean, there's restaurants. Like the Vandal. There's Willow, which is out in North Hills. Willow, I mean, like, here's oh. the deal. This is what you want to do is right now at the end of this podcast, you want to go to their website. Um, Just Google. It's pittsburghrestaurantweek.com. Yeah. My work is on here. Scope which one you want to go to. Pick your top three. Head over to. And they will tell you which ones are on open table. And which ones you can call for reservations. Do the open table. It's super simple. If you don't have the app, get it. It's like the best secret in the city is to have open table. Um, head over. See. Um, get a table for during restaurant week. Just book it. Um, they're not. They're That's like what they want. So I highly recommend this. I highly, highly do. That's uh, whatchamacallit. You looked at that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it, this restaurant. Leilanis. Leilanis? Leilanis. Okay. And it was the old Son- Sonoma Girl. Sonoma Girl. So, um, anyways, they're even on there. So, uh, Bistro 19 is right up the street in Mount Lebanon, and that's on there. It's one of my favorite restaurants. Let's see if we can eat at Bistro 19 cheaper than we normally do. Pretty much. Yep. Um, I love Bistro 19, by the way. Secret hidden wonderfulness in South Hills. That's like my favorite. And also, they also, the chef and the one owner is the is the co-owners of Altius. 
So, I mean... Absolutely. And that's my other favorite. I love that place. Their food is phenomenal. One of these days, I'll make a top ten list of my favorite restaurants in the city. You know how top ten lists go in this town. Don't do it. Oh, I know. It'll, it'll, it'll bask get shredded. Me. It'll bask me right into that category of what... Of the rest of the bloggers. Fake news. <laughs> and no, I'll get ripped to shreds. Seriously, when it comes to restaurant week... Uh, and, and me as a server and bartender of the group, and Amanda as an as a avid eater, um, and also she is a also a former service industry person. You know, restaurant week's gonna get busy. You're gonna have a lot That's of people what I said. You trying make to get in there, make reservations. Don't get cranky if your table for six o'clock is not exactly ready at six o'clock. It might be at six fifteen. Have another drink at the bar. It's cool. Take care of your servers and bartenders. Just because you're getting a meal for $35.18 doesn't mean you still can't throw in a $10 bill. Because that meal is normally going to cost you $50. So, totally, yeah. Chill. And have fun. Enjoy. Go out with your friends. You know, have get some separate checks. Go for it. Because that's what's going to happen. It's restaurant week. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, we're going to take one more break and then we'll come back with he said, she said, but it's going to be quick because we've only got about seven minutes till the end of this show. So it's going to be a quick one. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, so we are back for he said, she said. So we have one topic, one topic only. We do. We're kind of going to piggyback on on this topic. So it it's not so risque. No, it's not so risque. It's that we just... always talk about. I mean, we get a little risque sometimes. Um, so ride or die, sticking up for your partner. Definitely. I mean, you saw this meme the other day that said, um, I don't know that I'm a ride or die chick. Why do I have to die? And if we're going to ride, can we stop for tacos? Which is uh, so <laughs> hilarious because I was like, um, if anybody knows me in about 10 minutes into a car, I either need a sweet tea in the cup holder or some type of food in my hand. So I basically am that person that like, as soon as I have to get in my car, if there's not a bottled water in there or a sweet tea, I don't want to go any further till I stop at McDonald's. Um, so, <sighs> so basically it comes down to is that there's a lot of bashing, a better way to say it of online or people throwing business out there that isn't of anybody else's business. But should you stick up for your partner? Yeah. Whether it be online or whether it be at the mall, for God's sake. It doesn't necessarily have to always be uh, a situation where they can't stick up for themselves. But you should be able to stick up for them because they're your partner. It's a partnership. Whether that person, you don't always agree with them. Or if it's that thing where you know... Yes, maybe the other person is right or not right. You don't step on other people to get on top of your soapbox. That's not exactly the way to do it. And if you want to go back and you should be sticking up for your partner. It might not directly affect you, but you should stick up for your partner. It could indirectly affect you uh, in the long run. 
but directly affecting you at that point in time? No. I mean, honestly, you can have, you know, like I said, you know, if somebody comes to me and says something nine times out of ten, I'm like, yeah, whatever, go fuck yourself. Um, or but hey, if somebody said something to you about me, says, I would be like, yo, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, and you know, and they could say, oh. Amanda's cranky and bitchy because she hasn't eaten for two days. I'm like, well, why haven't you fed her? <laughs> like, I mean. Well, that, okay, okay. That's, that's exactly what I'm talking about, but. Right, no, but but seriously, you know, if somebody comes up and says, hey, you know, uh, Amanda's a cranky-ass bitch and she did this like four years ago. It's like, dude, that was four years ago. Like, shut up. You don't even know. You know, I mean, honestly, you know, if somebody says something about me, you know, Amanda sticks up for me because she knows I'm going to be the one. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. You know. It's not even that, but if I don't stick up for you, who's going to stick up for you? And it's more of a self-esteem thing. Yeah. And it's anything. also good to know that she's there. She can, like, you know, jump down somebody's throat and be like, yo, you don't even know. Because she also knows that I'll just brush it off and roll it off my back until one day I get frustrated and I'll just go drink myself. Stupid. But anyway. Or <laughs> it'll come out later that you're angry about it and that you bottled it up inside, which most men do. They swallow it down, deep down inside. Because we're guys. And then one day when they've do. had too much to drink, they end up blubbering on the, like, bathroom floor crying. So, because that's how men work. <laughs> but, in all honesty... You should stick up for your partners. That's plain and simple because it's a partnership. I know in the past I haven't always stuck up for my partner and I, that could have been the end of it. But I also know I probably didn't get appreciated as much as I do when I do stick up for people. You know, and there's things that you and your partner aren't going to agree about. Amanda and I share a lot of the same views, but we also share a lot of separate, uh, different views about certain things. And you know what? She might not like those views, but also, she doesn't chastise me for my view on a certain thing. And I don't do the same. I don't chastise her for well, the same view. No, because I also have the very the very big view that everybody has an asshole or everybody has an opinion. And they're like assholes. They stink. And everybody's got one. Yep. It's true. So, and I'm not one to say that your opinion's wrong about anything. And you're not one to say my opinion's wrong about anything. And yes. you're not going to say, I'm not going to say your values are wrong. And you're not going to say my values are wrong. No. Everybody's crazy. <laughs> Just make sure that somebody else's crazy plays well with your crazy. And then you, you can be kind of crazy together. I also look at the whole thing in life as, as you know. I, I, it's and, too short. Well, it's too life short, is too for short for all this. Life's too short. But, this he, bullshit. but here's the thing. Is you gotta look at it in the Rodney Dangerfield aspect. You always gotta look out for number one, that being you, and make sure you don't step in number two along the way. And it's also too short. It, it is. really is. You really are wasting a lot of time stepping on other people. And when you could have spent that time bettering yourself, go for a walk instead, exercise, do some journaling, read a book. Hey, have an hour-long podcast. <laughs> Honestly, like, at some point, it's just, get off the internet. Like, if you're going to stand on there and bitch about Trump for three hours, you have other things to do with your life that you could have been bettering yourself um, than spending that time there. So, honestly, like... It's it's time. It's time that people start to focus more on, on them themselves and how to build themselves as better people. And it starts at the gym. Well, no, it doesn't start at the gym. 
No. No. That's not the answer for everybody. No, it starts when you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and be like, can I live with myself? Am I a good person? Am I a good person to myself, let alone to my partners, let alone to my friends and family? You have to look at the mirror and be like, am I good to myself? If you can't be good to yourself, then you can't be good to other people. I fucking think that is the most profound thing you've ever said in the last, like, seven years. Mark it on a calendar and it's on recording. So there it is. I want that on a t-shirt so that every morning when he wakes up and tells me it's time to go make him breakfast, I can be like, no. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so folks, we're going to sign off because it has been an hour and we got to save something for next week. So tune in next week when we're back like to our normal schedule. Um, Again, always listen to Bold Sports. And after you listen to Bold Pittsburgh on Wednesdays, you got Bold Sports on Thursday or Friday. Missy was on vacation, so we got delayed uh, a day or two. But we're happy Missy's back. We are happy Missy's back. Um, and so and check out the blog and like I said, uh, stay tuned on where all the places that you can reach us. Drop us a line. We got amazing sponsorship um, things coming up this year. So if you want to get involved, drop us a line. All right, folks, have a wonderful weekend. Tell us where you've been. Drop us an Instagram post, anything like that. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Itch Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.